It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Hi, everyone. I'm Shana, and welcome to Let's Talk America. Hope all is well with you and your families. Well, I don't need to tell any of you that we continue to face COVID. In fact, the time we recorded this episode, the United States hit 100,000 deaths of COVID-19. So much of our life has changed, including how we get in and out of our doctor's offices and also our dentist's office. This episode of Let's Talk America Radio puts a spotlight on teledentistry. It's a new concept for millions of Americans. I sit down and speak with an expert. He's a dentist with many years in the business, and he's going to give his take and so much more. Invite your family and friends to listen to this episode of Let's Talk America Radio. And for more information on our programming, visit ltaradio.com. We're going to have a brief pause and hear from one of our national sponsors, and we'll be right back on covering and spotlighting teledentistry. We cover real talk for real people. That's you. Overweight? Can't find a quick weight loss program of simple, doable exercises? Lose up to 10 pounds in three days with Charisize, a chair exercise weight loss DVD program that transforms your body in 90 days. Get amazing results the easy way with fat-burning cardio chair exercises. Order within 30 minutes for free express shipping. Charisize.com. C-H-A-I-R-A-C-I-S-E. Don't just exercise. Charisize. Welcome, listeners and viewers of Let's Talk America Radio. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on the trending issues and topics you want to know more about. And I don't need to tell any of you that COVID-19 has impacted our world, our communities in so many ways. We know health-wise, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and also how we get out and about. Now, on the program, we've covered your health and other aspects, but we didn't talk about dental health. How exactly do you maximize your dental health in the world of COVID-19? We know that so many states are gradually reopening, but a lot of us really don't feel comfortable going back into an office setting. And I don't know about you, but I've thought about the dentist's office as well. Am I really safe going back in? I'm no expert, but I'm so honored right now to have Dr. Shane Going on with us. He is a dentist anesthesiologist. Welcome to the program, doctor. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, now excited to talk with you, especially about this topic. Dental health is something that's important to many communities, but in a world of COVID, how do we safely do it? So, I mean, that's a great question. I think one of the things that we need to do is meet people where they're at to make them feel comfortable. And teledentistry is really the means to do that. So just like medicine, just like behavioral health, in this COVID world, dentists and dentistry, they're feeling the same pressure to reach out and touch individuals in a different way. Exactly. And when we think of our dentists, you know, one of the neat things from my dental hygienist um, to the dental assistant to the dentist themselves, they're used to getting inside of our mouth and saying, how does this feel? How does that feel? 
Teledentistry, it's a new concept for me, but even telemedicine has evolved uh, a little quicker than what we would have thought in the world of COVID. Can teledentistry be effectively done? Yeah, and this is another question that we hear all the time, which is I'm so used to getting a drill on my tooth or getting my teeth cleaned. How does this work? Well, it's a different way to think about your dental appointment. Uh, really, if you think about it, there, there's really good bacteria and bad bacteria in your mouth. You want more good, less bad. And over the last two decades, we've really learned about how to manage those differently. So just having a conversation and some of the pilots that we've done at DentaQuest over the last few years, we've been this for a while. We find that individuals who get a risk assessment, who talk about their health, and use they can use teledentistry as a medium to do that, they're less likely to need an emergency over the next year, more likely okay. preventive appointment, and less likely to need that drill or need to have a tooth taken out. Wow. So, I mean, so that's important to note. I am thinking, just listening, that this, a lot of ways, is also empowering patients, such as myself, to become more educated of what exactly goes on inside of my mouth? Right, and it's, it's a different way that we're looking at it. You know, it's, there's kind of this old traditional dentistry that we've had for the last 60 years, and now technology. And, and with COVID, if there is a lining, it's really accelerated the use of technology in a way that maybe wouldn't have been there if COVID had not taken place. And so it's really the fact that individuals now can use this as a medium just how you and i are talking today yeah. see how they can feel better and understand that if they have a disease of their mouth they have a disease I, wow i mean i would imagine now you tell me this but it's probably important to already have sort of a benchmark where my dentist would already have been familiar through uh, my medical files i would imagine that would be logical right Correct. Teledentistry is not going to replace that visit. You're still going to need to go in and see the dentist. What it does do is understand where your needs may be at and help you to manage your health. For example, we just had a report a couple of weeks ago from the American Dental Association's Health Policy Institute. In their report, they found at a couple of sites that 40% of individuals that had a teledental emergency yeah. visit actually did not have to come in to see the dentist. Wow. That managed, the 40% of those managed just the same way you and I are talking. So it's I think dentistry is getting there. It's okay. going to be on the consumers, the you and I's of the world, to start feeling more comfortable with engaging in a different way and thinking about it differently. Wow. And I would imagine keeping those lines of communication open is critical, just like we are with our family physician or cardiologist, um, because if there's something that truly is an emergency that may require us um, needing to go in for emergency procedures, that probably needs to be done, but on a case-by-case -case basis, right? Correct. And, you know, like, like many people, I've had telemedicine encounters. I have a three-month at home, so I have a newborn at home. And we've done almost all of our encounters with the telehealth as the mechanism. Yes. And what I've noticed is it saved me time. And the other thing is when you get that conversation, you're almost triaged, right? They kind of know what we may need. And so through that triage, I get to go and have my appointment, and it takes a lot less time than it used to, 15 minutes versus 45 minutes being there. Wow. And I, I want right now for us to close on the importance of dental health, because I think um, some people look at it as cosmetic. I just want the beautiful smile. I want my teeth to be white. I don't want my kids to have crooked teeth or teeth that may be protruding. But I know because I've interviewed so many um, practitioners, be it endocrinologists, cardiologists, or family practitioners, Dr. Boynes, who have said a lot of times dental health the indications that come from there, just like eye health, can be precursors to maybe other things going on in the body. 
Ryan, that's very, it looks like you're interviewing the right people, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, 90% of uh, systemic illnesses have oral manifestations. So 90% of those things can tie into it. And, it. and sure enough, that if you get a disease in your mouth, you get a cavity, you get a gum disease, it produces the same infl inflammation, the same type of, you know, those we call cytokines, but your immune system. It affects it the same way as other systemic illnesses. If you have one in the mouth, it's an organ. I hate to tell people this. It is cosmetic because yeah. we use it that way. But it's, it's an organ the same as your heart, the lungs, your kidneys. It's important to take care of. Very much so. And it's a part of our overall health. And I know holistic wellness is something that's a buzzword or buzz phrase, if you will. Um, a lot of people have started to focus on that during the world of COVID in terms of keeping their immune system up to possibly fight COVID, influenza, or other health conditions. Um, but it's so key to keep the mouth health, that uh, dental hygiene up to date, because again, it's not just the annoying bad breath. There's something behind the bad breath, right? Right, and it's that good bacteria I was telling you about. You know, by the time that we're three or four, most of that bacteria gets, that's when we get it developed and it changes throughout life. And so making sure we're not producing more acid in our mouth. So, you know, some of the things people can do at home during COVID, I know everybody's grazing or eating a lot, right? Because you're kind of bored. Trying to limit that is going to be important, not just for your health, but for your mouth health, because the more times you get acidic in your mouth, the more that bad bacteria likes to grow and live. And so decreasing that. Or look, a little bit of chocolate never hurt anybody. A little bit of soda is fine. I <laughs> the police. But if you're going to do it, try to do it at the same time you're eating your meal. Do these okay. things at once so you're not doing more of it during the day. Wow. I'm not sure if there's any data on this, but I'm going to go out on a limb because I know there are individuals who've been sheltering in place um, for the right reasons, right? We're safer at home, even as some states begin to gradually open up. Some people are choosing to go out for essential activities. Um, I'm thinking that maybe dental health for some people in terms of brushing may not have uh, been at the top of the list because they're staying in their pajamas all day, doing Zoom meetings and other things. How important is it, like you're saying, we tend to be eating more because we're safe at home, um, that we're brushing at least two times a day. Is that still relevant and very important and not maybe you're brushing your teeth if you happen to get up at two o'clock in the afternoon because the kids play video games all night? Right. I mean, you have to think of it this way. The, the longer you go without brushing your teeth is the same way as going longer without scrubbing your toilet. It has the same kind of response and mechanism. So try to think of it that way. More importantly, by getting the dentifrice or toothpaste in, into your mouth and brushing and getting a lot of that debris out, you're, you're cleaning your teeth. And ultimately, you want them to be able to remineralize. So every time you eat, your teeth break down a little bit. And we have this wonderful thing called saliva that allows those teeth to remineralize and toothpaste helps to augment or enhance that effect. So two times a day for two minutes a day, make sure you're flossing somewhere in there, just as important. And I'll give everybody a tip. Uh, the order that we've been doing this all along has been a little bit mismatched. You should first floss, then rinse, then brush your teeth, spit the foam out, don't rinse your mouth out, leave some of the foam that's left in to contact the teeth. That keeps those pH levels a little higher and also keeps the fluoride in contact with your teeth. So if you do that, it helps just a little bit more. And that's key, and, I, and, and thank you for sharing that because I think that's something overlooked. A lot of people, I think for some strange reason, tend to floss after they brush. But you're right, logically speaking, you wanna break up everything and then brush it away, but I don't know why we do it that way. Maybe it's just out of routine or something our parents did. 
Uh, it could be. Who knows why people do some of the things they do? Very poor, including eating the extra chocolate. I did get <laughs> a statement where you said there's nothing wrong with eating chocolate. We have dietitians that join our program, and, and they would argue against that, sir. <laughs> oh, thanks for the rescue. Yes, everything is good in moderation. If you want <laughs> one piece of chocolate for the month that is your treat, I think even a dietitian will say it's okay. Doing it regularly is not. So thanks for rescuing me. I was going to say, because I don't want to listen to say, we don't have to listen to that dietitian. Dr. Boyne said that we can eat chocolate. <laughs> uh, the idea is for your mouth health to make sure, you, look, uh, I would love to say don't eat any sugar, and that's really the good piece. <laughs> Long enough to know that people are going to be people, and chocolate's good. Um, so <laughs> we just are smart about how we consume things, probably more than we have been in the past, and just be a little more cognizant of that. It's really these small percentages of things. Absolutely. If you just improve it by a half percent, that means a whole lot in the health business. So true. You get no argument out of me that chocolate is delicious. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to become more of a fan of the dark, dark chocolate. The, That's the very one. true. <laughs> they say it's very healthier. True. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully and prayerfully, COVID-19 will disappear soon. But Dr. Boynes, we don't know what that will look like in the future. As you know, there are many credible uh, medical experts that are saying there could be another concerning wave come in the fall dealing with uh, the influenza season as well. Is teledentistry here to say? I don't see how it's not. I mean, look how you and I are interacting. Everybody every day is now doing this. They're using Zoom or they're using their FaceTime. And it's just become this regular pattern that I think people are getting used to. I think uh, it is going to take a change. People are going to have to make a decision. Did they like the old normal, if you will? And do they want to go back to that? Or do they see an opportunity of thinking about the mouth of their health differently? Okay. Take more control and can be co-designers. And I, I think as technology progresses and it's easier to diagnose, I'll tell you, there's a medical university of South Carolina a few months ago. Yes. Had the scan of my teeth done, they could tell me where my bacteria was colonizing and also where some of the minerals in my teeth were going away. Now we're a little bit away from getting that to have wide stream use, but that's what's coming. It's becoming easier because our technology is becoming easier. Wow. So the technology is catching up. And, and again, we want to do what's safe uh, moving forward and uh, forever. And prayerfully, COVID and anything like it will disappear. That's our hope. But in the meanwhile, we want to be safe and smart about it. Dr. Boynes, what a pleasure and an honor to learn from you today on Let's Talk America Radio. Where can our viewers and listeners go for more information? Yes, if you're looking for a utopia of teledentistry, you can go to dentaquest.com slash teledentistry. Dentaquest is all smushed together. So it's D-E-N-T-A-Q-U-E-S-T dot com slash teledentistry. Uh, if you're looking for something fun to do, that's what I'd go to. Awesome information. Thank you so much for educating us, keeping us inspired, and you stay safe. You do the same. Thanks for having me. Thank you.